Well, hey, y'all, this is Brian, and it's the Happy Daily. The youngins already missed an episode. I'll be honest with you, I just had an awful day. So I try to raise my girls up right. It's no secret that these girls are foster kids, and, you know, you got to imagine their reasons they were taken from their home to begin with, with their own mom and dad. I can't go into details, but suffice it to say, there's things the girls need to learn. There's things the girls never got exposed to, and I try to impart some wisdom and important life lessons on the girls, and uh, sometimes Kim and I don't always agree on how to um, address certain issues or certain things that have to happen, and you need to have a, you know, clear expectations with your spouse, with your uh, significant other on how you're going to raise your kids. You don't want the kids to, to grow up in a home that... Well, it's like the book of the Corinthians says, unevenly yoked. You know what that means? I think you do. I felt that it was the right time to tell the girls about an important facet of their life and of my life. And Kim disagreed with me, and she got awful upset with me. And I was just so torn up about it, I couldn't record the show, and I'm sorry. What's that, Terry? Terry's back, by the way, in the... Four or five months since I've done a regular episode, Terry's come back from Florida. Hey, Terry. Oh, oh, tell him what it is. Okay, well, the oldest girl is seven. She's almost eight. And the middle girl is six, and she's almost uh, seven. They're, they're sisters, by the way. I think I've made that point before, and they've been on the show before. I need to get them back on, but they're less than a year apart. Less than a year apart. And... So there's going to be a couple weeks where uh, coming up where uh, they're both going to be seven years old. It's going to be weird. Admittedly, one one girl's awful big and one girl's awful small, so they don't look like they're the same age, but they're basically the same age. Well, I thought it was about the right time to tell them about Freddy Krueger and, you know, how you can't, you know, if you see him in your sleep, you need to wake up. So I showed I showed the girls the picture. I mean, they were talking about Jason. And Michael Myers, they called him Michael Moores, but I knew they, they was talking about. They wasn't talking about that, you know, loud guy that makes movies. They was talking about the, the quiet guy that kills people. Well, I told them about him. I was like, have you ever heard of Freddy Krueger? And they're like, no, Brian, I want to know who Freddy Krueger is. I'm like, are you sure? And they're like, we're sure. So I pulled up my phone. I Googled an image of him. I'm like, well, here he is. They're like, is he real? I'm like, no, he's not real. But if you see him in your dreams, wake up. He can only hurt you in your dreams. I'm like, girl number two, wake up. If you see him, wake up. And, you know, it was fun to begin with. And, you know, we were laughing. And at some point that I just couldn't quite figure out, she weren't laughing no more. She was actually scared. And I guess I got carried away a little bit like a, a daddy does. I was, you know, just trying to scare her a little bit so that she'd give me a hug and I'd just get the warm fuzzies. And I'm like, oh, I, I love being a daddy. But I kept saying it. I'm like, honey, please, if you do nothing else, if you see him in your dreams, wake up. You know, she was started crying. And it really didn't register with me. And Kim heard it on the baby monitor. And Kim came on in there. And I was like, wake up. If you see him, wake up. It's the most important thing you'll ever do. And I'll be honest with you, I kind of lost a little bit of control. I just kept doing it. Kim was yelling at me. 
And she was like, stop it, stop it. And I was just whispering, wake up, wake up. And of course, you know, you know, girl number one, the oldest girl, she knew it was all fun and games. At least she said she did until I wanted to turn the light off. Then she, she didn't think it was funny no more. But the middle girl's downright crying. So I talked to Kim and I'm, I went to her and I apologized. I'm like, I'm sorry, honey. You know, I told you this stuff ain't real. It's just in a movie. And I was just trying to get you scared a little bit so you'd give me a hug and I'd get the warm fuzzies from it. It's like, I'm just trying to be a good daddy who, you know, loves and, you know, picks on his girls a little bit. And I'm like, do you forgive me? And I'm like, I just wanted a hug. And she's like, I'll give you a hug still because I love you. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I got the warm fuzzies in me. You know, she went to bed and it was all well and good. Um, You know, about five minutes later, there's a knock on my door. It's like, Brian, I see Freddy Krueger's face when I close my eyes. I'm like, Ugh. I got her and took her back to bed, and I'm like, he ain't real. It's just a movie. Just a movie. Don't worry about it. And she was like, okay. And, you know, um, I went to the bathroom, came back, and apparently she got back up again, and Kim had put her back to bed. And Kim had left the light on, and... She said, you know, just going to leave the light on till you go to sleep. And once you're asleep, we'll turn it off. I'm like, so I'm like, okay. So it, what happened is, I don't know, about 20 minutes later, it came again. And I was like, what? He's like, Brian, I can't sleep. I see Freddie everywhere. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, I'm so sorry. But I'm like, you know, I told you that this ain't real. So I picked her up like a sack of taters. I went and put her back to bed. I'm like, I told you this ain't real. I'm awful sorry for getting y'all riled up, but, you know, it ain't my fault you can't sleep. You just need to go to sleep. I'm like, don't get back up unless you got to use the bathroom. And it's about the smallest, puniest, tiniest I've ever felt. Because I could tell she was crying when I put her to sleep. And I'm like, I failed. I failed you tonight, Father. Father, I failed you tonight, but I'm a better daddy than you've ever was. I gotta say that though. And I could yeah, I could just tell that, you know, I just I felt awful about it. And I went and checked on her about two or three more times that night, you know, and she's already asleep. So the next morning I was worried she was gonna be so tired because she didn't sleep. And I'll be honest, she had completely forgot about it. She had the biggest smile on her face and I don't know, maybe maybe crying herself to sleep was like the cure all for like, you know, what do they call it? Insufferable six-year-old syndrome. You know that thing that six-year-olds get where you can't stand them? She was like in the best mood. And I'll be honest, I was actually pretty happy with it. So I talked to her about it. I'm like, you know, this whole Freddy thing. Did you have any nightmares? And she's like, no, I didn't have any nightmares. I slept awful good. It's like, I, I ain't worried about it no more. And then her big sister's like, well, you know, maybe tonight he'll come and get you. And I'm like, I looked at her. I'm like, do you want to be grounded for another week? And she's like, no. I'm like, well, don't do that. And then I told the the six year old to, you know, if she told her about that today at school or at daycare to, you know, tell me, and I'll just ground her again. And it, you know, I guess it never came up again because the oldest girl got in a fight today at school between her and a friend over who liked Vienna sausages the best. And I tell you what, when you have a friend. That you can get in a fight with over who likes Vienna the best. That's a pretty good friend. You need to hold on to her. 
And honey, that's what I say. That needs to be a friend you carry with you for the rest of your life. Hope y'all have a happy day and I'll see y'all tomorrow.